back everyone to a brand new getting color right here on the big I am virtue and that is the head of the table on the no on, on the big veto brand hell you were the head of the table when you were over on no DQ too Vito what's yeah, up we get, how are you doing and thank you guys good thank you for being patient it is great <laughs> to be back I know my friend virtue is very sad that we weren't podcasting the last few weeks but um guys you know life takes funny funny bounces and we're just taking care of miss noel so hopefully this is the start of us being up and running um i want to thank everybody for all the positive wishes and thoughts and the social media vibes thank you thank you thank you we appreciate it this has not been easy for us and um i wish it on nobody and uh you know, it just goes with saying, in life, guys, is you have a partner. And when you're sick, you expect your partner to be there. When you're down, your partner picks you up. I've been picking Miss Noel up for the last seven years we married. You know what I'm saying? And plus. So always, always uh, cherish that partner you have. And uh, Virtue, I know you go through some of the same things I go through. It's an emotional thing. It's you know you uh, you don't like to see your 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 better half suffer, mm-hmm. and uh, you just got to be tough, guys. It's handling life, but thank yep. you very much. And we get through it, you know, one day at yeah. a time. One day at a time. I know you have some beefs with me. I've been ready. I got my arguments set. You go ahead and shoot it my way. Let's okay. go. So we'll talk Russell since we missed last week. We'll talk about WrestleMania first. So let's focus on the good and the bad of night one. Um, What I remember from night one, obviously, was the return of Stone Cold Steve Austin. The KO show did turn into some type of a match or a brawl where there was a bell. Um, Stone Cold reigned supreme over Kevin Owens. Uh, We also had Charlotte remain champion over Ronda Rousey. And Bianca Belair won the Raw Women's Championship from Becky Lynch. And and there were other things night one as well. Um, I'm not one that's going to come out here and say this was awful, bad. Like, I, you know, wrestling fans and whatnot on social media point out bad more than good. So you, from being a wrestler in the business, you can say good or bad from night one, whatever's on your mind. I just wanted to share those moments from night one kind of okay. entertained me. And Logan Paul and The Miz was kind of, I, I don't know why the turn after the match, but Logan Paul held his own as a celebrity. What did Vito think of night one of WrestleMania? I thought night one of WrestleMania was fabulous. I thought it was very good, very well put together. Let's start off at the top. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kevin Owens. Guys, you couldn't have got better than that. I mean, that was main event, and it pulled through. I mean, it had everybody on his feet. That's what everybody wanted to see. They gave them what they wanted, right? Now, Stone Cold Steve Austin, if he did come back full-time, I would like them to see, see him be general manager of Raw and SmackDown. This way you get both shows. It looks like they're going to unify all the time. All the titles, so having one general manager for both makes sense. 
let's go to Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. Oh, and Vito, just so the chat knows, I did not forget about Seth Rollins and Cody. I wanted okay. I wanted this to lead to that when you okay. were done. No problem. Yeah. We, so we got – Um, I thought that was a very good match. You know, it gives back Bianca Belair some credibility that she lost. I thought that was an excellent way to do it, WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Now they have they can build something on a trilogy of WrestleManias. Um, Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. I thought that match missed. It just didn't click in my book. Ronda, you know what ahead. I think, Vito? Go ahead. Ronda's just not comfortable as a baby face. And it was just weird. Like, you know what I mean? I don't, Charlotte's a heel, right? right. That's what she's best at. No, it right. was a weird pairing for them too. I, I just think, thought that was weird. Guys, I just feel that Ronda not getting the title put a, put a, put a bug in her. I think it bothered her that she was not going to win the title at WrestleMania. Yeah. Just like her not being UFC women's champion. Put a bug in her. You know what I mean? Do you it's, think she was a little... You, we've seen Becky Lynch back for a while now. Right. And she had a baby. Mm-hmm. Ronda did too. Did Ronda... Does Ronda seem like a half step off from when she was here last time? I It's something... Just a tad... Just something's off a little bit this time. Guys, you got to remember something. When you're going strong and your rhythm is good and you're doing it night in, night out, year in, year out, your performance is always 10 times better from when you come back. When you come come back, you lose that edge. You lose that in-step. Maybe things aren't crisp. It takes you a while to attain that again. You know, so being off... I mean, I think Becky Lynch is leaner oh, now yes. than when she was champion before. Ronda Rousey is not in Ronda Rousey fighting shape. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. Okay. So there you go. There's the difference. Um, I think the Miz and the Mysterios and Logan Paul, I thought that was good. I, yeah. I was, you know, at Logan Paul, we could all say what you want about him. He got heat. You know, but the guy performed at WrestleMania. He didn't look like a slouch. He's 24 years old. He's athletic. He's a good-looking kid. Could he make it in the wrestling business? Yeah. Yeah. And WWE is looking for people like him. They've made that known. They want yeah. to see athletes and celebrities cross over more than how NXT was bringing in indie guys. I mean, that's that's what they want. You know, I think that as far as the Mysterio tag team, I think that Dominic Mysterio is just in a place where he's not, he cannot, he doesn't pull the weight. He doesn't have the look. He's in his father's shadow. It just is not. That kid misses, and it's no disrespect to him or Ray or the wrestling world. When you're there with your father, not everybody lives up to their father's expectations, and he's trying to hang with his father, 
and he just does not have that look. I don't believe in anything he does, and neither does a lot of people. So look for a split coming out of that, hopefully turning it into Dominic Mysterio being a heel a la um, Owen Hart against his brother, and maybe that'll snap into it. But if that doesn't happen, I could say, you know, thank you for coming. Uh, you're not missing anything when he leaves. And I could see that. And I could see that happen. Now, night one, he did return. Cody okay. Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And I know there was a lot of talk, you know, obviously when he left AEW, how he was being used there, how he wanted to be portrayed. This wasn't clicking with that fan base. A lot of questions were in place on how he would be received once he came back to WWE. Now it's early and you are one of those that will say, well, when you want to leave the company and you come back, they'll get you in the end. Mm -hmm. So this, that's going to be something interesting down the road if that happens. But right Right. now they gave him a big spot night one of mania against Seth Rollins. They put on a classic and Cody Rhodes came out the next night on raw, cut a pretty emotional promo about his dad never winning the WWE title and that he wants to go for that. He's back here after everything he did outside of WWE. And I know you're kind of a critic of his, right? And you're not the only one. Now here's my what's your take. What's your take on Cody Rhodes now officially back in WWE? I thought the match was okay. It wasn't stellar. When he came up, did he get the pop that he showed up? Yes. Does he look like a killer in the WWE? No. He looks vanilla. The one thing he said made, made clear, and I want everybody to listen to this. He wants to come back and be Cody Rhodes. He doesn't want to be Stardust. He doesn't want to be Dusty's son. If you don't want to be these things, why did you become a hypocrite and use your father's legacy to get over on Monday Night Raw and say, I want to win this for my daddy? You just took away everything you just said on how you want to be perceived in a wrestling business. You shouldn't mention your father. You shouldn't breathe about your father. Did you want sympathy and you're trying to get over? But you just said you came back to be Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. And here you are trying to be Dusty Rhodes' son and win the title for my father. Which one are you? He's lumping it all together. So I've told you it's he's going to get pushed early against the guys like the Rollinses. Mm-hmm. He's going to get pushed up to that title level. And A, he's going to be fed to Roman Reigns for a, a match or two on Roman's path to we'll talk about that. Now it's interesting because Roman has two titles. Do they figure out a way to take one of those titles off of Roman? They could put it in a triple threat. It, it all I don't even know if WWE knows what they're going to do with these titles yet. But Cody mentioning that he's interested, you know, he wants the WWE title, he's going to get up there. Now I, I know you're going to say they're not going to put it on him. I have a 50-50 feeling that they could and I don't know. It, it's yeah, but they did. Vince McMahon did. brought him back and is probably paying him seven figures, and he doesn't do that with just anybody. 
He paid a lot of people a lot of money to come back just to get back at them. Money well, is no that option. remains to be seen. I, I get it. That's there's a track record of that. So yes. we'll have to see. But Cody's back now, and you know we're going to be able to talk about this almost every week. <laughs> yeah, but are we we're going to be able to talk about. But guys, does he look like a mega mega star, like Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar? No. But against all the other semi-main event guys, you mean there, to he, tell me it's he looks like Rollins and Owens? Those are the other guys they push. That's not named Lesnar or Reigns, so he does looks he like look, one of them. Does he look like he could beat Bobby Lashley? Does he look like he could beat the uh, the the broke kick Sheamus? Sheamus. Does Does he look like he could beat the other the other guy the other Irishman there? No. No, 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 no. He's he'll be a good storyline. He'll be fun to look at, but as far as being the face of the company and being able to carry it in the lines of Cena and The Rock and Austin and Angle and all those guys, he's not even in that company. And we're going to have to see how they book him. I mean, right now he we don't really even know he's fighting the Miz on Raw. <laughs> Tomorrow night. All right, but he's going to fight the Miz, right? Somebody his size. That he's with the Miz, and Miz is a mega star, right? And Miz basically makes stars, and Miz is very good, and Miz can carry it. Miz is a former world champion, several titles, got a show. He is everything that Cody Rhodes wants to be in the wrestling business. And we'll see. I mean, he got back to WWE, so again. It'll be interesting to see if that happens of, hey, we'll, we're going to push you up to bury you. So we'll see. We got to get to night two. Yeah. Now, I was highly entertained night two. Like, the it kicked off with a tag team title match. Right. RK bro. Mm -hmm. You know, a couple nice RKOs. Uh, I was entertained by, by that. They did that little spot afterwards with Gable Stevenson. And I, I know you're going to pick on him and his look and, and I'll give you a comment on that. Maybe he shouldn't have even been on TV yet, but he's fresh off of the real amateur wrestling. Um, I enjoyed the Knoxville Sami Zayn match big time. I, I know it's comedy time, but I was entertained by it. And I know a lot of people who don't watch wrestling that saw it, that were entertained by it. Those are potential new eyeballs. Pat McAfee delivered. I think he's the biggest baby face in wrestling. I, I know he's an announcer. I know he doesn't have your wrestling physique. He was trained by Rip Rogers. He seems like he knows what he's doing in the ring. Um, they kind of maybe overplayed that a little bit when they got McMahon in the ring. And Vince just, it was comical because he was so old and he botched stuff. The stunner was awful. But it happened. And, it you know, it, it people were watching and talking about it, right? That's the name of the game. I mean, whether, you know, you're making fun of it or not. The match with Austin Theory was still very good. And then, of course, the main event. To me, they called it the biggest main event ever, not the greatest. It went short, Vito. I had to go back and look. Brock Lesnar, for some reason now, ever since he beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania, he gets a lot of short matches. I mean, his match against Drew McIntyre was like five minutes. Seth Rollins, and this is at WrestleMania. Seth Rollins, it was two and a half minutes. That Goldberg match was another short one. Brock works short matches at WrestleMania. 
I don't know if Roman got hurt. That's what fans speculated, but he doesn't look like he's hurt. Some people think Brock got hurt. That match ended early, and a lot of people were disappointed. But to me, Roman getting the two titles was all that was about. What's your take on night two of WrestleMania? I was highly entertained. Okay. Let's start off with the tag title match. Excellent match. No complaints about it. No complaints about it. That was a beautiful match. Way to start WrestleMania. Gable Stevenson coming in. Guys, there are times when you're taking your shirt off and you're supposed to be somebody to be reckoned with. If I was to see him on the street, he doesn't look like no superstar. If you've seen him on the beach, he is the average Joe at Walmart. He might be a great collegiate wrestler. See, they can't bodybuild while they do that. They have to. It's more of a natural weight. And granted, he's a champion, an Olympic gold medalist. Yes. What should have happened if going transitioning into wrestling, they shouldn't have put him out there yet. They should have. He should have trained for months, right, to get that physique. So I will agree with you with on that. If you sit. He was out there with those guys who were ready and primed and looking good, right? And then he comes in there, takes his shirt off, and he suplexed somebody. He didn't look like a world champion. He didn't even look like a gold medalist. He he just did not fit. And they're promoting him because of the gold medal. But when you take your shirt off and you got to go out there, Kurt Angle was in tip-top, 100% shape. The but kid, he, he, was, he got in that shape. He was done with amateur wrestling, and it took him months before he showed up in, on TV, and he got to that wrestling, pro wrestling shape. Look at the – who is the guy he suplexed? Um, um, Chad Gable. Chad Gable. And Chad Gable is a legit, uh, a legit wrestler. Chad Gable looked like a, a gold medalist. Not this guy. I just, it turned me off so bad. I was like, no, 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 no. Well, I'm dubbing him. I'm dubbing him the next bigger thing. I think he's going to get the rocket strapped to him, but we'll see. What else on night two, Vito? We had. um, Jackass. uh, Say it again. The Jackass match. The Jackass match. I'm not a fan of those matches. A little bit of comedy, a little ha ha. I'm a wrestler, you know, but I get it's a different type of world. Yeah. Like I said, some people are entertained by it. You know, I let it go. You know, I just pass on that. Pass for me. Personally. See, I had more people that didn't watch wrestling talk to me about that. And that's what, I, what I'm saying. WrestleMania had something for everybody. Right. And that was proof. The McMahon. Uh, the Austin Theory. McMahon getting in the ring. Eh, Okay. You know, it it served its purpose. But when you don't belong in the ring no more and you have no business being in there, Vince McMahon has no business being in the wrestling room. He might look good. And he might still look like, you know, he's jacked and everything. The way he did that stunner and fumbled around and made it look so bad. That, that was a black eye on, I'm the owner. I'm gonna, 
Imagine if uh, Tony Khan did that. Just give it time. No, but <laughs> what I'm saying is the repercussions of him doing that would be 10 times worse. Yeah, that's true. Than what Vince got. But like what I pulled out from that whole thing is McAfee is a star. I mean, yeah, dude, he, he even did, saved he that by coming in the ring after the botched McMahon stuff. He came in and did the little exchange with Austin, and he took a good stunner, and it kind of saved it. It saved everything. And I, I, granted, he's probably only going to ever be a part-time special attraction announcer guy, but he's entertaining as hell to me, man. No, main event time. Brock Lesnar. Oh, before Lesnar. that, any comment on Edge and AJ Styles? It was kind of just that's. I, that's why I passed it. Eh. It when those guys get in there, it just. I just don't have no interest. They're in doing some it. dark stable with with uh, Edge, obviously. That's basically what that was all. The about. new brood, the new brood. So it's they coming. Increase. They said that it's a copy of what's going on in AEW. Is that true? That's what people are. That's what the AEW fans are claiming and whatnot. But I mean, let's be honest. Is it really? I mean, Edge did the dark vampire gothic stuff, ninety nine. So. You know, way before anybody knew those other guys existed. They were still babies right. back then. So, yeah, I, it's not a copy. I mean, could somebody in WWE say, hey, let's mock that? Because you know how they like to, to uh, do that kind of stuff. But I'm not looking at it that way. It's To me, it's something for Edge to do, right? And that Undertaker's retired. No Bray Wyatt. You need to have some type of dark gimmick. And here it is with Edge. They, they they always do that. They always Vince McMahon always has to have his dark gimmick. But anyway, moving on. It, it, it happened. Roman Roman got the two titles, and he and he's not hurt people. Like first of all, Vito, he had a mat burn or rope burn or something on his arm. People were saying his you know he he sold the Kimura lock. He, his elbow his her shoulder was never shoulder. popped out. It was never popped out of the socket. He would have been on a sling on Raw. When he was holding the title up gingerly after the match, dude, he knows how to work it. He is perfectly fine. Now, if Lesnar got hurt, he masked it very well. We haven't seen Lesnar. We might not for a while. So that match could have got – because Lesnar was favoring his gut and groin in the middle of that match. And there was a point Lesnar forgot to turn around into a spear and Roman kind of hit him in the back. Lesnar seemed off to me. Again, he could have been working us too. So I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt here. I don't, I, they went hard at the very beginning, you know, somebody, they could have got roughed each other up. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Lesnar and Rousey, they compare them both a lot. You think, you think Brock was mad because he didn't get the title win? So knowing that he was going to lose, maybe he mailed it in towards the end there or wanted to go home early. Is that what you got? Maybe. Is Brock that kind of guy? If Brock ever did he, that. They did, it, they did it with Goldberg. You forget everybody. He did it with I, Goldberg. I feel if Brock ever mailed anything in, it was the pandemic WrestleMania where he only went like four or five minutes with Drew because he didn't even want to be there because it was coronavirus. I don't know, man. What do you think? Body language says a lot. And when you come out aggressive like that, when you're going to do the job, you put, you put jar, you make sure you let people know I can kick his ass anytime I want. And it was evident 
he could do it. Towards the middle of the match, you saw, all right, reality is set in. I got to start to play ball. And then when you say, okay, that's enough. Let's go home. What could you say to the other opponent? We're going home or else I'm going to take it home and I'll fucking beat you and I'll take the title. Believe me, it's happened. What now, of course, with the fans going back and looking at every little still frame of a match because they can, at the end of the pin, Brock's arm was under Roman's neck and it showed the squeeze. Right. You're a wrestler. Was that, there's one of two things. Was that, I just want your interpretation of it. Was it just right time? You know, maybe he didn't even realize his hand was there and he was coming to pull it back. Was it a respect? Hey, the ball is in your court now. Was it checking on him because maybe he thought Roman was hurt or telling Roman he was okay if he was hurt? Because it's on the internet and fans are speculating Brock was checking on Roman. I don't think Roman got hurt. But when that stuff happens in the ring, um, was that a salute? What do you think? Guys, it could be 10,000 things. Um, Could be he had a nervous issue at WrestleMania. Nobody ever said that yet. Everybody is an analyst on wrestling work and signals and this. Oh, and yeah, that. yeah, I know. I've never right. noticed it. I The reason why I'm talking about it is because everyone is tweeting about it. Guys, they, they could all tweet about it. You know, guys, everybody who thinks they know really doesn't know unless you do it. I'll give you, for instance, right? Um, night I, I work with Terry Funk on Nitro, and I yep. wanted to. I won the tag. T- I won the hardcore title. Yeah, I did that pile driver through a table on him. That's a big responsibility. I could have killed him. You know, nobody, nobody ever said uh, Vito did this or Vito did that. I've covered him. Yeah, I made sure he was okay, but nobody ever said anything about it. They all said, "Oh, wow, man, this is good." But I did my part. And my part was to protect him. So it's it's what you want it to be. Let's not speculate. Hey, listen, if it was a pat on the back, good job. That, that's Congratulations. I mean. You're the man now. That's You're the I'm man. Yeah. Hey, do you don't think, like I told you, the greatest WrestleMania match, in my opinion, is the Rock Hogan. Right? You listen they to that. The crowd in the palm of their hands. There would never be a match that tops that or two mega stars. That will never happen in our generation again. And they didn't have to do anything ridiculous. It was their bread and butter, their their normal routine, what The Rock does and what Hogan does. And yet the people were so invested. And if you had to listen to the, the crowd meter, that crowd was for Hogan. They didn't want The Rock to win. You never go down with the history. Yeah. You never go down with your heroes. But that crowd, if the Raw, if Hogan would have won, there wouldn't have been any anybody to say that was a bad call. The place would have come unglued. The place would have been. It could have been a riot in that place. I mean, the Rock needed that to be the man. But if Hogan won, he could have been the man for another couple of years. Yep. And he still did some stuff after that as well. Oh, he did. 
um, you know, and Rock went on to have another solid year or two and busted out into Hollywood. So, you know, if you if you were to take um, another WrestleMania match that I find that could have been parlayed into something, mm-hmm. you look at Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. Yep. Now, if Flair would have won that match, would anybody have beefed because it was that good of a match? And if they would have gave Flair another title run for six months, would anybody have said boo? No, because they were all riding the streak. They were all invested in it. They were all caring. If Ric Flair beat Shawn Michaels, hey, that's that's Ric Flair. Yeah. Hey, that's Hulk Hogan. Nobody looks at those guys like, like that anymore unless you were wrestling against them or grew up or – I can't say really grew up, but came up in the industry with them to say, that's Hulk Hogan. That's Ric Flair. That's the guy Skull Von Crush met in 1991 when he came walking down the locker room, bigger than anything they ever seen in your life, shaking everybody's hands. The first time I met Hulk Hogan, hey, brother, what's going on? He shook everybody's hand. I shook his hand. I was like, wow, it's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And you're walking around and you're saying, there's the Ultimate Warrior, there's Bret Hart, there's Legion of Doom, there's everybody who you could think of is backstage, 1991, The Rockers, Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty, the Honky Tonk Man. Savage was still there. Yeah, Savage was still there with Elizabeth. Bobby Heenan, Mean Gene Oakland, all the greats. And here I am as a kid, and I'm like, Wow. I still remember it in my head. I'm thinking about it now when they had the meeting and I was in the dressing room and I'm standing there and all you see these giant men. The warlord was tremendous. <laughs> he was huge. And you're just looking and you're saying, holy shit. Look at the size of these men. The ultimate warrior's skin was so paper. His stretched skin was so paper thin. That's how, how shredded he was. And he was 285, just this Don Morocco shoulders. Everybody wanted Don Morocco shoulders. Hercules had big shoulders. Hercules Hernandez was another man you looked at, and you just specimen. Mm-hmm. You just, and here I am coming in there. I'm going to kick some of whose ass was I kicking at that time? Not fucking nobody. And that's the truth. You're just like, I was in. I was a, a boy amongst men. I ha, I'll say it. I'm not ashamed of it. That was a wake up call. Say, shit. Look at Typhoon. When I wrestled Typhoon, that's another big man. Different yeah. era, guys. Could any of the wrestlers? Let me ask you a question. Yes. We're going back to 1991 when I broke in. Okay. Could any of these guys coming in today fit in with those guys back then? I mean, man. Um, Would you say like, 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 I'll give you, okay, let's look at the main eventers. Like Bobby Lashley could. Okay. Okay. Um, Brock Lesnar could. Yeah. Roman, I would think, would be like a tag team partner with somebody in the tag team division. Right. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Because you had Rikishi and and, uh, the other Samoan team, SWAT team. Um, Seamus, maybe. 
He, he would have had a unique look being like, you know, the yeah. pale. Of, I mean, who do you think? Who you just said. Yeah. Yes. If you had to put Cody Rhodes in that mix, he'd be the water boy. Yeah, Jobber. Gable Stevenson would be a Jobber on Superstars. But so, but the guys who are wrestling today wouldn't even get the dark match to be anybody. They wouldn't even get the build. They would be enhancement talent, period. When we went for TVs, there was the Dublin Destroyer. Anybody remember the Dublin Destroyer? I vaguely do, yes. Peter Weeks. Lord Alfred, Peter Weeks, right? <laughs> you had Big Guido, everybody, Mike Iorio, okay? I'm going to use those three guys. They were tremendous. They were bigger than me. Do you know that they told Mike Iorio, six foot six of him, they told him not to come to TV ever again. Do you know why? Why? He wrestled Bret Hart. He dwarfed Bret Hart so bad. Oh. It was so ridiculous. They said, you can't come. We got nobody for it. And then a few years later, when Sid uh -huh. was doing it, they gave him a tryout match to see if he could take Sid's place because he had the same body, the same curly hair, the same look as Sid. He uh -huh. just could not get over the hump. Sid's brother said. Right. <laughs> said. <laughs> said that's classic Vito what? like yeah I mean oh, anything is anything like we covered Wrestlemania pretty much this show so right. we'll have more topics for when we come back next week do you want to add to this with anything on your mind in the world of wrestling or anything because I didn't uh, even get that in this week we didn't have time I, we were talking about Wrestlemania I, I have a message for people out there okay Guys, there were some things going on in the past couple weeks that, you know, you know, when you're wrestlers and you got private lives and you got a bunch of stuff. And I say this very respectfully. You have moments where you get angry and you have moments when you're upset. Um, and a lot of times social media could be your worst source, you know. And no matter how hurt you are, or no matter what situation you're in, you always try to keep your personal life away from pro wrestling. Um, not everybody is 100% um, correct. Not everybody is a gentleman and not everybody is a lady. There's a lot of things involved. But you always try to keep yourself as a, as a lady and gentleman. and um, when the public or the media or the fans get a hold of it, they could be pretty hard on people because they don't understand because they're not involved. Guys and girls, if ever there was a lesson, keep your private lives private. If you got to have, if you really have that much of a beef, you talk to your partner. If you really think it's that bad to where there's abuse, domestic violence or something, Call the office. Go directly to the source. That's true. Nobody likes to be abused, and a man should never put his hands on a woman. I believe that 100%. Um, and if you're in that situation, not just in wrestling, but in real life, 
guys get some help. Go sort that help. Go cry for help. There are people who will help you, you know. And um, for all those going through a little bit of a rough time, think about what I said, you know. You don't have to put up with nobody's shit. You ain't got to take nobody's abuse. Everybody's a human being and an individual, you know. And um, good luck to everybody out there. And thank you again for the well wishes, especially my partner here. Um, he uh, sent messages and he was, uh, I have to say, for the our staff at the Big Vito brand, um, a lot of guys don't talk too much. They, they check in with me every now and then. They say, hey, what's going on? I don't speak too much. I enjoy these crew guys we have, and I, I can't thank them enough for being patient with us. And uh, you know what, guys, behind the scenes, we all do we all do care about each other. So we're a team, yep. and we're, we're friends. So that's the way I'm going to end it today. Well said. So you know how we do this, folks. We'll be back again. We'll do some more Getting Colors. We'll let those new wrestling topics come in post-WrestleMania. We're going to have a lot more to cover. We just I, I needed to get the WrestleMania talk because so much happened, and we got that out of the way today. So be sure to follow Vito on Twitter, at the Big Vito Brand. Follow me if you'd like, at NoDQ underscore Virtue. Be sure to check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash Mafia. For Big Vito LaGrasso, I am Virtue, and we will see you again next time right here. I'm getting color and the big Good night.